0: I'm Maureen, a former kindergarten teacher turned mom on the road, and this is Asha. Awesome. You're listening to Readers on the Road. The book boats in. The book boats in by Cynthia Cotton and illustrations by Frenay Lissac. One sunny day, Jesse King and his Pa drove into town. As the wagon bumped along the main street, Jesse looked at all the boats tied up along the canal wharf. All of a sudden, he grabbed Pa's sleeve. Pa, stop! Pa reined in Jack hard. Good gravy, son, he said. Whatever is the matter? Jesse pointed at a long boat. On the side of the cabin was painted r edwards library and bookstore the book boat's in he said can i go pa nodded go on he said i'll come get you soon as i get that new axe handle jesse jumped down and took off running to the wharf mr edwards was just hanging up a sign that said open whoa there he said as jesse bounded over the gangplank and onto the deck You know the rule. Jesse rubbed his hands hard on his pants and then held them out. Mm. Mr. Edwards inspected them, palms and backs. Jesse held his breath. Mr. Edward grinned. You'll do. Go on in. Inside, the walls of the cabin were lined with shelves full of books. Chairs were placed near the windows so folks could sit and read. A table held more books. Jesse loved books. He'd read every single one on the shelf behind Miss Howard's desk at school, some of them twice. As he browsed, a red cover on the table caught his eye. He picked up the book, The Swiss Family Robinson. Of all Miss Howard's books, this was his favorite A story of a shipwreck and adventure. "'How much for this?' he asked. Twenty cents,' Mr. Edwards said. "'And worth every penny. "'It's been read some, but it's in real good condition.'" "'Jesse!' Pa poked his head into the cabin. "'Time to go.' "'Jesse showed him the book. "'Look, Pa, it's a real good one.' "'Pa shook his head. "Mm, "'Not today.' That axe handle cost more than I thought it would. Jesse ran his fingers over the red cover, then put the book back on the table. When will you be back? he asked Mr. Edwards. A week from today, Mr. Edwards said, and that'll be it for a good while. I'd sure like to have that book for my own, Jesse said as the wagon bounced towards home. Maybe you could earn some money before the book boat comes back, Pa said ask around. Back at home, Jesse climbed up to his sleeping loft and took his treasure box from a little shelf nailed to the wall. In the box was a sparkly stone, a brass button with an eagle on it, and a little leather pouch that held three copper pennies. Two he'd earned picking apples and one he'd found on the street. And a silver dime given to him on his tenth birthday, by grandfather King thirteen cents, he needed by grandfather King thirteen cents, he needed seven more. On Monday after school, Jesse went to the general store. "Do you have any work I could do?" he asked the owner, Missus Blake. She thought for a moment. Mm, I haven't had time to sweep the floor today," she said i can do that jesse said jesse swept every inch of the store's floor he even swept the porch and wiped the front windows with a rag he found behind the counter when he was finished mrs blake paid him a penny for the sweeping and an extra half penny for the windows jesse worked every day after school he cleaned harnesses at the livery stable chopped wood for the tavern, and ran two errands for Dr. Porter. When he went home, he had chores and studying to do. There was no time to play, but Jesse didn't mind. By the end of the week, he had 17 and a half cents. It's not near enough, he told Ma, but maybe if I tell Mr. Edwards how hard I've worked, he'll sell me that book for that much. Saturday morning, after breakfast, Jesse said, Can we go into town? Chores first, Pa said. There are potatoes to be dug and stones to be cleared from that patch I want to plant next. Jessie worked all morning and into the afternoon, stopping only for a short noon meal. At last, Pa said, All right, that's enough for today. Let's wash and I'll hitch up Jack. Jesse scrubbed his hands and face. He stuffed his leather pouch into his pocket, then climbed up on the wagon seat beside Pa. All the way to town, Jesse felt fidgety inside and out. What if the bookboat didn't come today? What if it had already come and gone? Can't Jack go any faster, he asked. Don't worry, Pa said, patting Jesse's knee. We'll get there. When they got to town, Jesse raced down to the wharf. There was the book boat and Mr. Edwards talking to one of the dock hands. Catch your breath, son, Mr. Edwards said. I'm here until tomorrow. Let's see your hands. Jesse held out his hands. All right, Mr. Edwards said, go on in. I'll be right there. Jesse went straight to the table but the red-covered book wasn't there. Not on the table, not on the shelves. "'Mr. Edwards,' he said, "'the book I wanted. Where is it?' "'Gone,' Mr. Edwards said. "'I sold it yesterday.' Jesse turned his head, squeezing back tears. "'After all his hard work? "Mm, "'How about this instead?' Mr. Edwards pulled a brown-covered book from beneath the counter. Jesse shook his head. No, thanks. Just take a look. To be polite, Jesse took the book. A smile began at the corners of his mouth and grew bigger and bigger. The Swiss Family Robinson, he said. I got it in a trade, Mr. Edwards said. It's been read more than the other one. But because it's more worn, I can let you have it for less. How much? Mr. Edwards rubbed his chin. How does 14 cents sound? Done. Jesse counted 14 cents into Mr. Edwards' hand. Thank you, he added. Mr. Edwards put the money in a little box. Then he pushed a quill pen and a little bottle of ink across the counter. Better put your name in it, he said. Jesse dipped the quill into the ink. Opening the book, he wrote inside the cover, Jesse King, his book, 1835. An author's note. I first learned about floating libraries when I read a newspaper article written by Doug Farley, director of the Erie Canal Discovery Center in my hometown of Lockport, New York. As I read it, I thought back to my younger days and remembered the first time I saved my money and bought a book of my own. It was a novel titled The Travels of Jamie McPheeters by Robert Lewis Taylor. I still have it. When the Erie Canal was finished in 1825, it opened the door to westward expansion. Boats of all kinds traveled up the Hudson River from New York City to Albany, then west to Lake Erie and beyond. Cities such as Buffalo, Cleveland, Chicago, and Detroit grew rapidly. Many continued even farther west by land. There were packet boats and line boats and that carried people and freighters that delivered grain, lumber, and other cargo. And for a number of years, floating libraries brought learning and culture to people who would otherwise have had little access to books. Back and forth across the lake they went. Spring, summer, and fall, stopping only during the winter months when the canal was closed to traffic. These boats carried all kinds of books between Albany and Buffalo. Stopping at towns along the way, sometimes just for a few hours and sometimes for a few days. A person could either rent a book for a small fee, keeping it until the boat came back, or buy a book outright. As many towns wow. along the canal grew, they built their own free libraries. Eventually, the book boats vanished, but for a time, they provided an invaluable service to many people, in- including young ones like Jesse. <laughs> the end. What's Jesse's we have- Jessie. On the book boat. Why is he? He loves to read like you. <laughs>